What's up, people? Welcome to the next episode of I Love You But You're Wrong with Lydia and Ryan. Today, we are talking about education perspectives and whether we think education is worth it or not, honestly. Well, <laughs> education is worth it, but... What schooling, extra schooling, college, things like that. Different types of education and our views of them. True. What we think is worth it, what we think is not... Um, you want to start off with your weekly fine? You're going to start. I'm starting? Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Well, last week I talked about my second favorite podcast, Crab Feast. If you didn't hear that, you know, listen to that. And what was your first favorite? My first favorite was your mom's house. So those are in the last two episodes. Last two episodes. So the last episode was At the Crab beginning yeah. of them. Yep. Um, just a little recap. Crab Feast is hosted by a guy from Baltimore. It's a storytelling podcast. It's all comedy. I'm a big comedy fan. Um, that's my second favorite one. They're they're very good. They're ending in two days, actually. Talk about this week's thing. Okay. I'm getting there, babe. <laughs> Give me a sec. Um, so this week, I'm actually going to talk about a comedian named Burt Kreischer. You ever heard of Burt Kreischer? Burt Kreischer is the guy who takes his shirt off on stage, partier... Uh, all around really nice guy, good person, and um, he has his own podcast called The Burt Cast, um, check that out, he normally has, he'll sit down with somebody or he'll have beers with somebody and talk about stuff, um, he also has a special out right now called Secret Time, which is on Netflix. It's funny. Yeah, which is, I'm very surprised, Lydia thought it was very funny, she does not like comedy. We I were, thought it was We hilarious. were driving back from my friend's house, and he was playing it in the car, and it was actually funny. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Um, I would highly recommend it. And I don't know where, should, where you pulled that pen from. <laughs> it was in my pocket. That's weird. Um, anyway, so yeah, I would highly recommend it. Burt Kreischer. Um, check him out. How do you spell Kreischer? Oh, it's Burt. P-U-R-T. <laughs> oh. Kreischer. I think it's K-A-K-R-I... E S H E R maybe, and you could probably just type in that and comedian, and it'll. <laughs> well, yeah, if you have you Netflix, out. just go to Secret Time. Secret Time is the new. Uh, but is that what special. you were playing me on your phone, or was that YouTube? Oh, Secret Time. No, that was Netflix. On your phone? Yeah, yeah. Oh. We have Netflix app on our phone. Mm. Gotcha. Anyway, so that's my weekly find. So he's funny. Very funny. Um. Family so humor too, which is good. What? He's family humor. But it's not for families. It's very not appropriate. It's, it's pretty raunchy, yeah. Yeah, it's but. about family stuff, but it's not yes, I'm sorry, I should for young right. ears. Yes, definitely not for young ears. <laughs> Don't listen right. to it with your mom and dad, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, we or have your with children. your parents, probably, or but not children. my parents. If you have any children. Anyway, so what's your weekly find? What do you got? So my weekly find, if you follow us on Instagram, you've probably already seen it. Today, um, we went to the grocery store and got a bunch of ingredients. And then this afternoon, I was baking two of my favorite things ever to make. Um, I made Scottish oat cakes, which everyone listening is probably like, what's an oat cake? No, it's not like cake. No, it's not like a cookie. It's not sweet. Um, it only has a teaspoon of sugar for the whole recipe. It's not sweet. Um, I don't know how to describe them. You just need to try them. The recipe is on our Instagram. Um, 
Actually, I don't think I put it on our Instagram. I put it on my Instagram. Yeah. But I don't think it's on our like Personal. podcast Instagram. But I'll put it up on the blog. I've been slacking on the blog. Apologies. Ryan still hasn't written one. I know. I'm slacking hard. <laughs> so, I think I said last week I was going to. But I don't know if anyone reads it yet. So it's fine. <laughs> um, but so I'll put it on the blog. So I made oat cakes, which my grandma used to make all the time. She passed away. But um, I'm like the only one in the family that still makes them. Um, she so taught me how to make them. Yeah, it's a family recipe. Um like, if you look up oat cakes online, the recipe is not the same, and they will not come out as well. And, I mean, you might like them, but they're not how I would want them, so. Sweet. <laughs> and then the second thing I made was chocolate quickie oatmeal cookies. Those are no-bake, so they're super fast to make. Literally, just put all the ingredients together in a big pot, so what are stir the main them ingredients? up. And... What are the main ingredients you're using? So, the chocolate quickie oatmeal cookies, there's... Um, what, 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 no? The chocolate? Chocolate quickie oatmeal cookies. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there's sugar, there's butter, which I just used vegan butter because I can't have dairy. Um, there's milk, which I just used soy milk because I can't have milk. Um, you heat all that up and then you add vanilla extract, cocoa, oats, and peanut butter. And you literally just stir it all together and then scoop it onto wax paper and let it dry. And they are literally the best cookies ever. Um, like... They'll be gone in a couple days, and yeah. we'll have to make more because they're so good. <laughs> uh, my dad I called him was like, "Who did you make cookies for?" And I was like, "Uh, myself and Ryan. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> do we need an excuse to make cookies?" So, so that was what I did today, and that was my weekly find. I mean, I've known about them since I was little, but maybe it'll be a weekly find for you because you yeah, might not know about them. Yeah, check them out. Then. I haven't had them before. <clears throat> I didn't even know what oat cakes were. Yeah, so, um, and they're uh, very good. I'm sure more people know about them than you do. Or than you think, I mean, I'm sorry. If they're Scottish, probably, but like... Maybe. None of my friends knew about them or what Oh, they really? Were. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was... That's cool. Yep. So. All right. So well, so, you want to get in the meat of it? Yeah. So, we're going to start education? talking about our education, and we figured we'd start with like our education backgrounds, like where each of all us come from. All the way in the back. All the way in the back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, the then we'll have our discussion about like our views of education. So right now we're kind of just going to lay out like right. our background with yeah. education. So yeah, Ryan's going to start. I am? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time now. <laughs> um, so I never went to preschool, uh, which I thought was fine because I had two older sisters that taught me so much anyway. I'm assuming that's why my parents didn't send I'm me sure to preschool. I'm sure your parents taught you stuff too. Well, no, I, you know what I mean. Like I was <laughs> with my sisters. So I, I kind of had preschool, but not really. Um, but not in a form I'm assuming setting. that's why my parents didn't send me to preschool. I don't know. I'm sure they've yeah. told me at some point and I forgot. I forget everything. But um, It wasn't as prevalent when we were young. That's true. That's true. So I didn't go to preschool. Started right off kindergarten. Um, public nothing. or private school? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, public school all the way through. You know, those Carroll County public schools, man. That's why I forget everything, probably. They actually have really good schools. I know, I know. It's just a... Just a phrase uh whatever teasing anyway um public school all the way through uh when i got through co to college i went a year at mcdaniel mcdaniel's a college right near us um i went a year there stayed there it's a small liberal arts school yeah small liberal arts school um what were you majoring in well it's a whole mess yeah i know well, i know i know you gotta say it all. believe me the story's coming <laughs> Um, I started there, and I, I wanted to own a gym originally, so I went in as exercise science, and 
I didn't really know what entailed. I knew that they had exercise science there, and I was going there to play football, and that didn't really pan out. But um, I just went, and that kind of fell apart. So I went to my advisor. I had a... Why didn't you like exercise science? It just, I don't know. It just wasn't really what doing kind of it. Classes I don't know. It wasn't interesting. So, it? I mean... I don't remember. It was like intro. <laughs> like bio little... and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I ended up taking uh, chem. So it was kind of like a STEM course. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Right. Okay. So and you didn't like it, so you went to your advisor. Yeah, so I went to my advisor, and I was going to switch to business. And I had a history advisor. And she sat me down, and she told me, everything you learn in business now, by the time you're graduated, will be obsolete. Which is totally wrong. Not right at all. Um, maybe if I stayed in school for 15 years, maybe. But, um, so she told me that I ended up going and switching to, I don't even think I ended up switching because I only stayed there for a year and, um, ended up leaving. Didn't Please. you do a history? I didn't really have a, I didn't have a major yet. You didn't have but to what declare to yourself. Did you take? It was all intro classes in my freshman year. Oh, it was still just I took like a classes? jazz class. Don't ask me. History of jazz. So I guess I did take some history classes, I guess. But was that for your art and humanities core or? It was, they had something called the McDaniel plan. Oh, that's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's like basically what I figured was it kind of like made people stay an extra year, essentially. It was really weird how they had it set up because it it gave you all like these courses that you didn't need. They didn't go towards anything. Well, you needed core classes. I understand that. But. Those were weren't all, part of the core classes? I don't think so. I think you had to take like certain classes. The way the McDaniel plan was like laid out was weird. And it the consensus from when I had spoken to people is but that this it, was it was also, gonna make because there's a lot there was a lot of super yeah, seniors. This was also in um two thousand and eleven. So it could be different now. It could be. Um we're not knocking McDaniel. It's a good school. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, we'll keep that to yourself. So, what anyway, did you do after McDaniel? So, after McDaniel, I ended up going back to I went to community college, and which I loved. It, I honestly, I thought it was so much better, just because I thought the teachers were more helpful, and it wasn't a university setting. I guess the classes were smaller. Um, I went there for, I think I went there originally for graphic design. I think I did start a graphic design there. Went there graphic design. Took an intro to graphic design course, loved it, and um, then took art courses. And I hated all of the art courses except for the computer art. So I figured, not to mention graphic design, the the field is completely flooded. And how long anyway, were you there? Two years, I think. I think it was two years. And did you take essentially two years? Full time essentially or three. Full time. I was taking classes full time <laughs> there. Um, so for two years, I took graphic design. Um, realized after the second year, this probably isn't for me. And so I was kind of lost, didn't know really what to study. I knew I liked computers. I knew I liked that kind of stuff, but, I, and I, I still kicked myself for not following through with that, but, um, ended up talking to a guy who stalls my mom's horses and he introduced me to like, he was like, Oh, I have a machine shop. Why don't you go and take this? It's, it, they call it continuing education. A continuing education course. So it's like a tech center. Yeah, Um, essentially. It's a VoTech. Yeah, around here it's called the Carroll County Tech Center. I don't know if people have that. And like in high school you could... But it was different. But it's in the same place, right? In high school it was like VoTech, but in um, college they just rented it out. 
Yeah, but it's yeah. the same building. Same building, right, right. So it's same like you can go shop. and instead of sitting in a classroom, you do like hands-on learning. Yeah, it's, it's tech. It's it's um, it's um like um, trade school. Yeah, they have like culinary yeah. and like cosmet- cosmetology and like mechanics and all that. Yeah, stuff. they have all kinds of stuff. They separated into like, like, they had a machine shop in there. And so I tried it out. I really liked it. And um, I actually got it paid through... Burke, which is the government. The government, Maryland, Maryland State government paid for my school, paid for me to go through it. Um, the only thing that screwed me was I had student loans that they, after I finished school, I had six months to start paying on them until I had to start it's paying everyone. them. That's everyone. Yeah, it's everybody, right. And little did I know, continuing education is not considured... You should have gotten an email saying that your I did. payment's due. I did. Oh. So listen. So I got a payment and they, I, I, I researched it and looked up how I can tell them that I'm still in school and I'm not working yet. And I mean, I was working part-time at Dick's, but that's about it. Dick's is a sporting goods store. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, Dick's Sporting Goods, I was working there just part-time. And so when I went to Votech... Or when I when I was going through that that tech course, I had to send them my whole schedule, and so I sent my whole schedule in, and I sent all the paperwork I thought I needed, and the loan company just sent me the paperwork back. They didn't say anything, nothing. I didn't get an approval denial. They just literally sent me the envelope I sent them back, which was crazy. So I ended up being delinquent on three or four payments. Until I could scrape around the money just to pay for it, you know? Because I was a broke kid. I didn't have any money. And so, um, that was my experience. So, it kind of screwed me a little bit going there. They didn't, apparently they didn't consider um, continuing education as a full-time job, a full-time schooling. So, I ended up working there, or going there, and uh, doing an internship as a programmer at a machine shop on the side. And, um... Ended up, things happened there, ended up leaving there. Then I go and I say, I, I passed the majority of the class and on, it was broken up into classes. So it would go from a blueprint reading class, then you would go into like the math section. They would do a math, a math course and each one of these courses lasted a couple months. And then after that course, you would go to actual machine shop stuff. So I went from the machine into the machine shop and I did all of the milling stuff. If you don't know what milling's all, milling is, milling is where you have a stationary piece of material, usually metal, and you'll take a spinning, they call it an end mill, it's a cutter, a spinning cutter and you'll cut it. So I mean if you ever watch like how it's made or something like that, they usually are milling. Um, now if, what I do now is I do lathe work, which is the opposite. So there, the tooling is still, but the, the material is turning. So I get through the milling program. I am flying through this course. It's, it's, it's easy to me because I, I have a mechanical mind like and that, I guess. How long have you been in the course? So I, I, I broke it down. I was, um, probably six months. I was almost, almost okay. done the course. And the, the overall course. I get into the lathe portion, which is the last portion. And they cut the class halfway through the lathe portion. Cut as in discontinued offering Discontinued. 
without telling anybody, just stopped it. And they told us, don't worry about coming back. Then they call us two months later and say, oh, you can come in and take your lathe test if you want, pass it, get your certification. So by that time, we've all moved on. I go in there. I've passed all the other cl- other other classes of flying colors. Go in there, and of course, I don't pass that test because I haven't studied for it. I thought the classes were over. You know, I had studied as I was there. Obviously, yeah, but, but it I was, was two months say, later. They told you you could take it, and did you go in the next day and take it? Yeah, or? yeah. They said they literally could, called you on Monday, and you well, took they it sent on you Tuesday. an email. Well, not, not maybe not that close. It was like <laughs> maybe they emailed us. I don't remember exactly, but they emailed us maybe on like a Saturday. Or something. I mean, it had to be like a Friday or something. And then it was like the next Thursday. So you yeah. had a week. Yeah, essentially. Okay. I guess a week. But, um, so I was like, whatever, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go find a job, get into the workforce. Just, I, I just need to get into the workforce. So I go and I end up working for a corporation called Cobham. And you started and, there. So I guess you were at McDaniel one year. Right. And then you were at Carroll two years, so that's three years, and you were here for like six months, so three and a half months. So it was like eight months, I think it was. I okay, so basically like, like a year. So oh, like four yeah. years. So basically four years after high school, you're entering the workforce. Yeah. And so, so which 2015. I think, I wish I would have started earlier, gotten into an apprentice program somewhere or done something, just got out and made money because then you have a head start on everybody else, essentially. I mean, you you don't have the same, I guess, background. Like, you don't have like a degree or anything like that, but you're making money and you're you're gaining hands-on. If you have a mechanical mind like me, then hands-on is the only way I'm going to learn. I'm very visual and things like that. I need to do it. So reading through a book and going to school and things like that doesn't work for me. So, so then you got into the workforce. I got in the workforce, and I and it's been like that ever since. Have you done any training since after? So I did go and I took an OSHA class, which was a thirty-hour class. So that was a um, that was some schooling. What does OSHA stand for? Oh, I'm sorry, OSHA. I, I forget that people don't realize what this this is. That it's kind of, I guess, inside baseball. It's industry it, related. Yeah. So. so OSHA is the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. It is. The um, the government basically regulations saying like this is how you need to you need to have these things in place so your building and your job can be safe. And it's like for like construction workers mm-hmm. and electricians and like for example and mechanics in my job and that kind of thing. Yeah, for example, yeah. in my job, we've had OSHA come through and they they can write you up and they can fine you, fine your company because you have things wrong. Like for example, if you don't have a door lock on. On our machines, then they can find you. And you took this online. I took it online. Um, and you passed. Passed it. Yeah, it was. Yep. Um, so that took a few months, but that honestly, I think that helped me more than all the other classes I took. Just taking a class online and just doing it, and after I've already had a little bit of experience, I know what I'm looking at and I know what I'm reading. It made it made a world of difference to me. Um, but that's my. Education. Background. Background, yeah. That's my education. That's what I've done. Okay. Um, what about you? What do you your, yours is much more in-depth than mine is, I think. Not really. Um, so it's different. I didn't go to preschool either. That's like not what I was saying earlier. Like a lot of people <clears throat> our age didn't go to preschool, or if they did, they just went to like a small like church preschool or something. It wasn't like it is nowadays where preschool is the new kindergarten, but we'll get into that. Um, 
and I went to a public elementary school, public middle school, public high school. Um, I went to a liberal arts college called Elizabethtown. Um, people just called it E-Town. I almost didn't even look at it because the name Elizabethtown is kind of lame. Um, really? Yeah, it's a weird name. You worried about the name of your school? When you do that like online search for like what college fits you and like a huge list comes up, yeah, you gotta narrow it down do somewhere. <laughs> and that's Maggie. Maggie. Come here, Bob. What are you doing? Very protective. So um yeah. So here, I Max. went to Elizabethtown College. I played soccer there and then I ran cross country and track. Um and I went as a business major. I knew I wanted to go to business, to school for business, because I have. A, I originally wanted to open my own nonprofit organization, so I was like, okay, I'll get a business degree. So I went, did business. Um, I my school also was liberal arts, so we had like a core program. So you had to take like music classes and history classes and language classes and art classes, that kind of thing, just like kind of what Ryan was saying. Um, and my freshman year, my first semester, I was put into uh, his, history of pre-modern Asia class, and I really liked it, so I added a history minor too. Um, so I was business major, history minor. Um, during college, I had a bunch of internships. Um, I worked at Mennonite Disaster Services. Um, I interned with a company called Maryland Cash Campaign, which, um, did like the free tax returns for like low income people and like free education, financial education classes for people with low incomes. Um, I also had an internship at, it's called Human Services. Um, they also help low income people. So I did a bunch of like nonprofit um, internships while I was in college and they were all unpaid. Um, so I also had jobs at college, but this isn't really about jobs. Um, so, yeah, so I graduated, um, I don't even know how to say this, which is, it sounds, yeah, it sounds stupid that I don't know how to say it. I promise I'm not stupid. Like I had a 3.92. So the highest honor, whatever that is called summa cum laude. (laughs) I'm really bad at pronouncing things. Um, so I graduated (laughs) with that and I also did a honors in the discipline. So it was a a separate part of the business school. I graduated with that. And then I also was chosen as the, um, so the business school was called the Hoover business school. So James Hoover was like the person that donated all the money for the school and it was named after him. Um, and they give a one business student a year, the recipient award for that. And I was chosen for that award. Um, as like the top business graduate for that year. Um, then after college, I wanted to, I took an AmeriCorps position. Um, AmeriCorps, I don't know if you've heard of Peace Corps, um, but it's basically like helping other people and it's through the government and AmeriCorps is just doing it domestically. So Peace Corps is normally you go internationally, AmeriCorps, you do it locally, domestically. So I taught, um, in a Baltimore City preschool classroom with the Literacy Lab was the company that I worked for. Um, And I would be helping teach um, children from low-income families how to read. And I really liked it, so I decided I wanted to go into teaching. Um, But I obviously didn't have an education degree. I had a business degree. So I um, 
decided I needed to get my certification and I was looking into different programs and I decided to get my certification in Montessori education because when I looked at it, I was really into all the principles and philosophies, how they really do an individualized approach and it's more so on like meeting the kids where they're at and teaching them from there and that kind of thing. Um, once I went through my Montessori education, one, it was one whole summer, full time, uh, like nine to five, Monday through Friday for two months of classes. Each week you would have an exam and different projects and then you did a year long of student teaching um, and then you took your exams the next year. So um, I passed that. I'm AMS certified, which is American Montessori Cer Society certified to be a lead children's house teacher, which is ages two to six. Um, but I was not super thrilled with Montessori. the Montessori education, <laughs> like the schools that I was in. I'm sure there are some great schools that actually go by the philosophy, but the schools that I observed in and the school that I um, interned in, they did offer me my own classroom for this year, but I did not want to stay there. The environment was not one not I, conducing. yeah, not one I enjoyed. Um, <clears throat> so I decided to do, I really had liked working in Baltimore City and I really wanted to go back and work in Baltimore City. So I was trying to get Which back is crazy to, to me. teaching in the city. So I, I wanted to do a transcript. So you can either go through an education program, like get a bachelor's degree in education, which I don't have the money and I don't have the time to go back to for a bachelor's degree. Right. So I was like, okay, that's out. You could do a teacher, like, I don't know what they, but it's like Teach for America or like urban teachers where you like have a residency and you like have to go to class and get your master's as you're teaching and you have to like do all these extra things and you have to stay at that school for like three years. And it's like, very long and extensive and you don't know where you'll be placed and you also have to go to summer training and not get paid for that whole thing. Right. So that was out. And then there was thing called transcript review, which I was like, okay, like I have a bachelor's and you had to submit your bachelor's degree, all your experience, and then your praxis exams. So I studied for and took my praxis exams. I took the praxis core. I took the early childhood education um, it was called like principles of learning and teaching. And then the other one was like early childhood edu education curriculum. Um, I passed all of those, studied for them myself, passed all of those. Flying, flying colors too. Yeah, I passed them with very high scores and I met with the principal of the school I had worked at previously and they basically put me on the teaching roster and they really wanted me. And then the city denied my application for certification because I didn't have education credits, even though I passed all of the exams. Right, which to doesn't be make a sense. Teacher. Right. Um, you just skipped the classes. Yeah, so I knew everything that they wanted the teachers to know. I had a degree, it just wasn't in education. I had experience for two years, I had a Montessori t teaching certification, but I didn't have a bachelor's degree in education so I was denied so which is why they can't get good teaching in yeah city. so I decided to um look for local preschool jobs in my community 
And I decided to work at a, the school I'm at now, which I really like. Um, Christian school. It's called Crossroads Christian Preschool. And they hired me, but then they also said I needed my 90 hours. So I have a bachelor's degree. I have my Montessori teaching certification. So I could teach legally in any Montessori school as a lead teacher. I also had all my praxis exams passed to be teaching in a public school. But they still wanted me to have my 90 hours, which is you take two online courses. They're 45 <laughs> hours each. So I did that. Um, the first one was from July to September. And the second one was like September to the end of October or something. Um, so as I was teaching and preparing to be a lead teacher for the first time, I was taking all these courses online and had a bunch of work. But I passed both of them. I got 100% on the first one, and I got a 998 on the second one. So, like, clearly I already knew the information. It's silly. It's silly. It was dumb. Okay. I had to take them. Um, so, I – and that's all the training that I've done. So, I have a bachelor's degree, a Montessori certification, my practice exams, right. and my 90 hours. So – that's basically my education background. A, a metric shit ton of education. Pretty much. A ton. A ton of education. So, Whereas I don't have that much. But that's not the discussion. It's not. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, so, you went through all this stuff. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about our perspectives on education and what kind of things we felt were worth it. What we don't feel is worth it, that kind of thing. So, do you want to start? Where do it I off? start? Where do I think? What do I think is worth it? I think. Do you think going to college for everybody is worth it? For everyone, no. See, no way. And that's what's pushed on everyone, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Especially nowadays, they say. So it's weird. I think it, it's it's a generational thing. I think the generation before us, it was so dependent on you need to have. A degree, you gotta have that piece of paper that says I can do this pretty much. And you need to have that before you go and even look for a job. Whereas unless you're like like my dad, for example, he went into a trade, he went through a semester of college, went into a trade, and is happier and is treated better than most places that it is a cube farm, I guess. And um so I think schooling is silly for some people. I think you, if you want to be a doctor, yeah, go to school. You have to go to school. I wouldn't want someone operating on me that doesn't really know. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, Learned so, on the job. You know what I mean? So Ryan and I are in agreement with this, that if there's certain jobs that you do need to go to college and get a degree for, and then there's certain jobs that you do not need to go to college and get a degree I think there's, for. I think there is certain, right, there are certain jobs you need to go to school for. There are certain jobs that you're better off learning on the job. Yeah. And you can learn better on the job. And I think most of those jobs, you wind up getting paid better. Now, and I did a bunch of internships. You did not, right? No. I did one. So internships are kind of like on-the-job learning. Um, and they right. can actually count for credit. They, and they usually go in conjunction with college, right? Well, I also did them in high school. Oh, you did? Okay, I didn't. Um, and you can do an internship anywhere, but it's not always necessarily paid. Right. So, like, if you Majority do of the time it, it's not paid. So, like, if you do an internship and are also trying to work, it's difficult. So, oh, yeah. I can believe that. 
Um, but a lot of places do want you to have experience and education. Which is so silly. It's just silly saying, like, you need, like, there's some, like, um, like, places that'll have on their job description saying you need to have a bachelor's degree and five years of experience and we're looking for people 18 and up. How are you going to find an 18-year-old person that has a bachelor's degree and education a, or, yeah. or experience? You know what I mean? It's, so I think it's silly. I think, like, in my field, I think you're better off learning on, on the job. Like, I don't even think I necessarily needed to go through And a lot of a or, lot of places like that, you can work and they'll pay for your education. This is true. Yep. The, the, a lot of corporations will do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll and and like for example, when I worked for a corporation, they would do that, and all you had to do is say like I wanted to take a computer science, I wanted to get a computer science degree, then it doesn't help their business at all. But if you write it down and you fill out some forms, they'll get it passed through. So in my opinion, I think that a lot of people are pushed into different educational programs too quickly, yeah. and that you need to work a little bit. Or think a lot about what you want to do and find the best training for that. So that could be going to college and getting a degree. Yeah. But if I had thought about it and been like, oh, I want to be a preschool teacher, you don't need a degree for that. You no just need your 90 that hours. When they're 18, though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you need to talk to people that are in the industry. You need to actually figure out if that's the right industry for you. Like, all that kind of stuff. Because if you just go... And listen to what everyone else is telling you about. You have to go to college. Then mm-hmm. you're in a bad spot. Because Ryan makes a lot more money than I do. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot more educational training and certificates than he does. And loans. So I have more loans than you. That's what I'm saying. You have more loans than I do. Oh. So like I'm, I'm making more than you are. And I don't have to pay off those loans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of like screws you on the pretty much. So basically, basically we're just saying like when you are thinking about trying to get a job or that kind of thing, you need to find out what exactly education-wise you need for that job. Mm -hmm. And don't just take one person's word for it. Take a whole bunch of different people's words because you can't just rely on one person's opinion that you should do something. Right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and majority of the sad thing is the majority of people don't know what they want to do. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was going through school. And that's why they went through school. You spend all this money just to figure out what you want to do. Which is crazy. I think it's it's got to be a lack of direction in high school. It has to be. Well, I think if I would go back and do it, I wouldn't have gone to a four-year school right out of college. I mean, right out of high school. I would have gone to community college. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. I honestly because think the teaching is so much is- better. Well, I wouldn't say that. I really liked all my teachers. I had a good college experience. I mean, I did well in my classes. I liked my classes and all of that. But I think that it is cheaper to go to community college first. For sure. And you can take a variety of different classes to figure out exactly what you want to do. Yeah. And and then you get the majority of your electives out of the way while you're at it. Yeah, you can transfer to a four-year school. Transfer to a four-year school after two years. And then finish out those two years. Mm-hmm. Those last two years. Yeah. And save yourself literally half the cost. So that's what I think you should do. I think it depends on whether, what what job you want to go into. 
and what kind of education you get through that job for that job, um, what they will give you at your job. Use that to your advantage if they're going to give you yeah. schooling. And right um, now I teach preschool, which I was saying a little bit earlier, like preschool is the new kindergarten. Like my kids in my class are expected to know so much more than we were even expected to know in kindergarten. So right. the education um, like standards are just getting higher and higher mm-hmm. for younger and younger kids. How do you feel about standardized testing? Do you like standardized testing? No. No, me neither. I think I think it's silly. I don't think we need the standardized testing. I think it's a waste of money and a waste of effort. It doesn't really tell you anything, I think. It doesn't tell you if you're good or, or, or bad at what you're doing, right? I mean, some of it does. Like like the MSAs. You remember taking the MSAs? Yeah, but like the SAT and like the ACT. Okay, so the SAT. Okay, yeah. I those don't, are I don't standardized those. tests that I guess that's true. look at your education and decide whether you're a good fit for a certain school. Right. But I think there's... So my, my view on that is I think there's way too much focus on the SAT and the ACT and things like that, where there's a lot of kids like that I went to school with. I went to a very rural school, so there's a lot of things like those guys are really good at working on trucks or working on tractors or things like that, but, they're, but if they want to go to school for something, even some of these tech schools ask you to take an SAT and will judge your SAT score. Yeah, it because makes SAT no is sense. basic. No, it's still, it's it, like it, there's too much of a English and math that you would need for any. I mean, career. but there's still too much of an emphasis on it. I think. I think some people know things. It's like, um, it's like a quarterback in the NFL. You could be the dumbest person in the world, but if you can read a defense. Okay, but these you, people aren't applying to be a quarterback. They're applying to go to I understand college. That. I'm just, no, I understand that. I'm just <laughs> saying that some people. Know or are better with things than others, as and it don't necessarily show in scores. You know what I mean? That's why they don't just base it off of your score. They there's a whole bunch of stuff you submit with your application. I mean, I guess, but I think there's process. too much of an emphasis on it, though. Okay, maybe McDaniel had a large focus on it. I don't know, but I know a lot I, I, of schools I don't, I don't think have a large did, focus. But I think I think there's, there are schools that do. There may be some schools, but my school did not have a large focus on it. Okay. Um, you want to join Max? <laughs> Come up, say hi. So, that's our perspective. When you want to wrap it up and, and sum it up, how you feel? Is our kid going to go to public school or private school? Uh, public school, duh. Are we going to force them to go to college? No. There I, we go. That's our wrap up. That's, that's <laughs> how it is. Basically, our much. views summed up. Yeah, I mean. So, um, we would love to hear about your education backgrounds. What different things that you've done for education, Mm -hmm. whether you went to college, whether you went to private school, your thoughts on those kind of things, what you're doing now in your job. Did it help you? If you did anything after college or like after high school instead of college, um, we'd love to hear from you about that kind of thing. And then upcoming this week, um, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go see, yeah, I'm going to go see my friend Kylie in the morning, and then Ryan and I are going to go see our friend Britt. Mm-hmm. Who's going to Ghana soon. She's going to yeah. be a doctor. She is in med school, which you need school for that. Yeah. Um, that's a good example of where you do need school and a degree. She's going to Ghana for a whole month. So yep. I have to drive her to the airport on Friday for that. But we're going to see her tomorrow. And then we're going to my parents' house um, to do Christmas gifts and go to Christmas Eve church service. And then on Christmas, what are we doing on Christmas? 
Christmas, we mm-hmm. are going to brunch at my parents' house mm-hmm. with my grandmother and your parents. And your sister. And my sister, my, my family. Um, and then after that, we were going to my mom's side's Christmas. At your see pop-pop's house. At my grandfather's house, yep. And I'm not sure who's having Christmas on my dad's side if we're rolling I think it's Jennifer, but it's pretty far it? away. I mean, that's pretty close with Lumberney. I mean, it's not too Oh, far. is it? Yeah, it's not far. Because my um, mom was saying she wasn't going to go because it was far, right? It's far for her because she lives in PA. Yeah. Um, they're down in near Crofton, I think. So we know um, the first Billy. two things we're doing, not sure. Yeah, we're going to kind of play it by ear. I mean, what else is new? We always do. Yeah. And um, then, so Ryan is off tomorrow, which is Monday, and he's also off Tuesday, which is Christmas. So that's good. Um, but then he only has a three-day, well, three-and-a-half-day work week because he's been working Saturdays. Yep. Um, but I have the whole week off since I work at a school. And a bunch of my friends also have off or took off on Wednesday. So a big group of us are going to brunch on Wednesday. Um, I'm having another friend come over on Thursday. Um and then Friday, I'm taking my friend Britt to BWI. Um, Go to Ghana. Yep. And then also on Friday, what are we doing after after that? On Friday? Yep. Oh, yeah. We got, um, we've got my immediate family's Christmas. Your dad's side. Yeah, my dad's side. At your aunt's house. Yeah, it's not going to be many. It's going to be like my aunt, my uncle, my other aunt, my other uncle, your cousins. my cousins. It's going to be a lot of people. <laughs> it's not going to be that many people. I mean, maybe to you, but... It's probably like same as as Thanksgiving. Same as Thanksgiving. So it'll be about 15, maybe 20 people. Yeah. So we'll go there um, for dinner. Yep. We're going to head over there for dinner. On and Friday. Then on and Friday. then Sunday, we go to my aunt's house. For... Sunday? I thought it was Saturday. Oh, wow. Sunday. Anyway, Sunday. We go to my aunt's house Sunday, for like Sunday, the dearie Sunday. Christmas. So it's my dad's um, brother's house. So we'll go there for that. So then pretty much all of our Christmas festivities are finished with after next weekend. Um, we might have an episode before those things happen. Not really sure know. when we're going to record we, the next episode. We might this take week. The next week off. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, just come this come a week off, I guess. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out, and we'll keep you guys updated with our Instagram and our blog. Um, Don't really know what our next episode's going to be about, so it'll be a surprise, or we might post a little teaser about it on Instagram or something. Yeah, check it out. Keep an eye on on your Instagram when you're on And Merry Christmas to all those who celebrate Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody else. Merry Kwanzaa. I don't think people say Merry Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. It's happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and like... Look, listen, all right. Yay, Kwanzaa. Yay, Kwanzaa. <laughs> That's what we're going to say. Yay, Kwanzaa. <laughs> all right. On Wednesday. Coming up. Is it on Wednesday? It's on Wednesday, yeah. Oh, okay. Hanukkah already happened. So. Hanukkah, yeah, Hanukkah happened. Hope you guys had a good Hanukkah. If you're Hope good. you listened to that Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. Your favorite song. It's so Wednesday. funny. It's so weird. I don't understand <laughs> it. But all right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Maybe next week. Maybe not. Um, Bye. See you guys.